Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Eat, Thought Podcast. I am your host, the boy Anthony Jefferson, a.k.a. your number one thought ally, a.k.a. the undisputed bussy champion, a.k.a. top five bussy dead or alive, a.k.a. Bussiana Lubasia, a.k.a. you are not alone, Bussy's here with you, a.k.a. the creative director for Bussy, Buss, oh, you know what? We I got, got a new one. I got a new one. It? I got a new one. Okay. AKA, I'm ready to do it again. <laughs> Last one. AKA, Crave Director for the Dig Glow. The, not, the No Dig Glow. There you go. The No Dig Glow? The No Dig Glow. <laughs> mm-hmm. But aren't you getting dick? I got it last week. Look, look, last week is and I was supposed to get it to, enough. I was supposed to get it today, but then what happened? My stomach was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Oh yeah. And, and your like, stomach ain't uh uh-uh. uh. Must- yeah, my stomach was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I was like, I had to hit him up like, hey, I know. Plus it was gonna be real quick and I feel like you know, had I had did that, I would have been real late. Oh, like, got to fuck and then come do the podcast. So, oh, that was always oh, supposed to be today. Today, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he was gonna come over at ten in the morning. <laughs> Y'all are committed. <laughs> you know when you is have... it the same dude from last week? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we gonna try to. I don't know when we gonna meet. I'm gonna call him Obey. He ain't even that old though. No, but Obey just sounds good. Obey. Uh huh. Did you know? <laughs> Sprinkle a little seasoning. Ah, ah. Get you a little. I cannot. I like it. Um, Shout out to Obey. <laughs> I hate Amphrey. <laughs> um, welcome to episode 315 entitled Bussy Astrology. Once again, welcome to episode 315 entitled Bussy Astrology. Um, today, you're going to find out if your bussy is a Gemini, a Scorpio, a Leo, or a Sagittarius you know we're open um, like Beyonce uh-huh. Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces Aries, Taurus, Gemini Cancer, oh Leo, Virgo, Libra Scorpio, Sagittarius I love all y'all Ooh, shout out to Be and Missy Ooh, I wish she was a Virgo Same sign as me I don't yeah, they, they, I'm a, I was like I'm okay on that <laughs> <laughs> Virgos are serial killers, I think. Beyonce is a Virgo. Uh, so let me tell you, <laughs> your favorite. She has she has serial killer energy because, she, but she's like taking that energy and mm-hmm. made it into like I'm a great performer. That, okay, that's actually true though. Mm-hmm. Like when they did a study on the signs of serial killers, Virgo, Gemini, and Sagittarius ranked the top. Wow. <laughs> and I love I love Gemini and Sagittarius. Wow. I love I'm so I'm trash. I I love Gemini. I did love Gemini. I love a Gemini. Who child. Anyways, um we'll, we'll get into that shortly. <laughs> <laughs> now I would like to introduce my lovely, my beautiful, um sexy. Yes. Phone sex extraordinaire. Yes. Mm. Pink nails. Don't yes, care, okay? Pink nails. I love the. I meant to tell you, I like the nail color. You Ms. know, Amber thank you. Like I said, I'm on my bougie, my bougie girl shit. That is you a little. Know? That is a very bougie. It's a very AKA like. It's color. a. Ve- uh, I got on my pink and green today. You do. You do. You know, 
I, I don't I'm not an AKA y'all so don't come for me uh, what's up y'all it's your girl Amber AKA uh, emo black girl AKA Amy Depressants AKA I'm still here always got those Tisha Campbell tees AKA Savoy's partner in thought AKA creative director of depressed ho aesthetics AKA that's all I got and look at me doing these motherfucking AKAs and not forgetting them amen look at that okay look at that growth you know what that is (laughs) that is some growth by the way can oh i cannot wait for april 13th what is april 13th insecure returns okay i'm ready you know what don't i i I mean i didn't i didn't roll my eyes i just was like oh okay don't do this don't do this (laughs) i forgot what happened excitement in your face i i forgot what happened last season it's been such a long it was a long break but that's why i'm ready okay how was your week you know my week was good um or yeah it was good i had a really like come to jesus moment Mm, yesterday so um kind of just i actually put on my um one of my affirmations was i am I am returning to a life of passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that includes being passionate about myself mm-hmm. and just being good to myself. So that's what I'm working on, you know, just being trying to be passionate about things, but also being comfortable because right now I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the first time, I'm trying to like lean into that instead of like, you know how I am, like a fixer. Like I'm quick to be like, oh, no, okay, this ain't working. So let me. Mm-hmm. So this time I'm just trying to give a little space and just be like, it'll come with time. Mm-hmm. As long as I just keep getting up and pushing. All right, so come about, on, pusher. And um, yeah, we, you know, we both went to the salon. Lena oh, that was nice. That was so great. <clears throat> yes. I had told, I told the people Amber was my intern who loves lunch. Okay. <laughs> I was like intern. I was like, <laughs> I had to think of a reason why. I was like colleague, <laughs> like intern. Because, but you gotta ask because when you asking for things, like asking for extra things, you gotta you gotta make up a good lie. So I was like, my intern who loves salons, and they were like, sure. Okay. You don't care. You got the tickets. I did get the tickets, <laughs> so thank you. I appreciate it. It was it was really good. It was really nice. Um, my week was good. Anything else you would like to tell the people? <laughs> you know, I am just very happy. happy. Okay, good, mm-hmm. good. But also, like, um, the show that I was working on just premiered. It's called It's Personal with Amy Hogger. Uh, it's weird as fuck, y'all. So, like, because <laughs> I know that most of our listeners are black, and this is a very white show. Okay. And it's, it's very Caucasian, very Caucasian funny. True TV. Okay. Um. So it just came out. Watch that. It was funny to me, and we didn't even know the show was gonna come out. So it was like nice that it did. Um. So we we're it was good. And then um, what else happened this week? Um. Yes. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff happened. Okay. Shout out to you. Thank you. And True TV. Yes. Bus TV. Bus TV. Ooh, ooh, we should do Bus TV. Oh. <laughs> Reporting to you live <laughs> from Bus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Come on, network. Yes. Not owned by Fox. Um. <laughs> Somebody pick us up. Somebody pick us up. All right, let's. Start All right, the we're show. gonna we're gonna introduce our <laughs> lovely guest. 
She is an astrologer, a conjurer, and she does horoscopes for Bustle. She's also, I hope I said that right. I should know Bustle's name, but then I That's bu- it's right, Bustle. bustle? Okay, okay. But now you were trying to say Bussy. No, I just wanted to make sure I said Bustle. Um, they never gave me it. They ain't never gave me any of my clients a feature, so I'm a little shade. No, I'm joking. Um, host of TLC Stargazing. She's the author of Astrology for Happiness and Success in the Cosmic Coloring Book series with Adams Media. And she's also host of the podcast Stars on Fire. Please welcome Mecca Woods. Hey. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Mecca. But say hi, please welcome Mecca. <laughs> Open your legs. Hey, Hi. To, to Mecca. I'm so excited. About Mecca got like, wait, wait, I got open my legs. <laughs> I was like, like no, wait, no. is it me? No. <laughs> if you want to open if your you legs. If you want to open your legs, okay. you don't have to open yeah, them. Yeah. But just, you know, make sure you keep your mouth on the mic. Yeah. Not on it, but like very close to it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yes. there you go. All right. You can massage it if you want to. It's really up to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mecca. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for for having me. Of course. Of course. course. You're great. Shout out to Mecca and her glowing skin. Yes. I've been working on it. I've been working hard on my skin. Come on. What's the skincare routine? Uh, I've been using uh, this uh, PCA um, because I've been working on the hyper pigmentation. Uh Right. So they have like a little kit that I've been using. And then I've also used uh, Dr. Bronner's, the Mm. Castile soap. Oh. I like to use that. Okay. On your face? On my face. Oh, I'll use it everywhere. Like, Dr. Okay. Ronald is, is like... It is all purpose. It's like Windex. <laughs> you use it for everything. Mm-hmm. According to the gays, <laughs> black gay Twitter, you use it on your booty hole. Oh, uh, yes. The peppermint one. The peppermint one. Oh, I'm, that's I'm just not, yeah, spicy. I'm not, I'm not using that on my booty hole, but no. keep going. <laughs> you don't want your booty hole to be like minty fresh? No. Okay. <laughs> Keep going, Mecca. I'm sorry. Um, And just, uh, just change, you know, changing my diet around. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, your skin looks great. Yeah, Thank it's, you. It's Thank you. Yeah. So, Megan, anything you would like the the pussy have to know about you? Anything you know? Any little known facts? Oh, you know, little just known facts, facts in general. Let's see. Um, I'm a high school dropout. Okay. Actually, uh, not not a lot of people know that about me. Um, I did go to college, but high school just wasn't the jam for me at all. Okay. Um, I was pretty wild i mean i'm a sagittarius so it's like yeah. when am i not wild <laughs> um, but uh but yeah i got i've got my my ged shout out to the folks with their gds shout out. Hey. we love you we stand <laughs> and then i went on to college and um yeah here i am Dope. Come on. Well, fuck that high school. <laughs> Girl. Yeah, if school. I could have got my GED, I would have. High school was Ooh, it ghetto. Was, it was ghetto. It was traumatic. <laughs> it was just too much, too much, too mm-hmm. much going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so as always, we start the podcast with Bussy Pep Talks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is one reason why Amber, myself, and the guests are proud of ourselves or just, um, you know, love ourselves for the week. Mm-hmm. You know, you are the guest, so we will let you start. Sure. So. Um, there's a couple of things that I'm proud of myself for. Um, so, as I mentioned, I've been working on my skin. I've actually been doing like a total body thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be working with a personal trainer. But la- this past week, I went to the gym twice myself. I was trying to go three times, but I made it twice because um, I am, you know, middle aged, as they say. And so I'm at the point in my life where it's like, is it gas or is it like a heart attack? Like, <laughs> like what, you know, like. <laughs> Which, you know, is it, is it like the warning? We don't, so talk, like, we don't talk about that. Again. 
So the, when I discovered I had heartburn, mm. I went to the hospital. I went to the emergency room because mm. I, I was having such strong chest pains. I mm. never, and then they were like, no, you just have heartburn. And I was like, really? Yeah. Yeah. That indigestion, you know. So, mm-hmm. so yes, yeah, so I've been. So, like, last, last year, um, while Jupiter was in Sagittarius. So, Jupiter is a planet that represents abundance and, like, feel good and party and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um it was a year where I was feeling good and I was eating, you know, doing my thing and put on some pounds. And now that Jupiter's in Capricorn, um, it's like, okay, we need to kind of get this under control, you yeah. know, pay more attention to your body, how you feel in it, you know, your health and not overdoing things and stuff like that. So that's kind of where I am. Uh, another thing that I'm, I'm uh, proud of myself for, I've been taking my Portuguese learning. I've been trying to learn Portuguese mm-hmm. and I've been, practicing on this little app i don't know if you guys know it called duolingo yeah so i've been actually like paying more attention to it and i've been you know going up the the things that which was a little intimidating at first i mean i know a little spanish um and portuguese kind of falls into that same umbrella yeah but i was like i don't know if my old mind can remember these things but i've actually been doing good with it um and then the other thing is i did a show a show this week um i don't know if you guys remember john edward he's a psychic that mm-hmm. used to do the show crossing yep. over so he invited me to be on his show oh, nice. um, this past week so i got him to sit on his couch and cool. talk astrology so nice where can we see that um so if you go to his website he has um i think it's john edward dot com but if you okay. google it um it's called evolve and you can like log on and subscribe and all of that and nice. you can watch it yeah we'll make sure to put that in like our description box too so yep. they can watch it yes cool amber, i love that amber what's your bussy pep talk um my bussy pep talk this week um so one thing that my um me and my therapist were talking about this is how i don't necessarily like get excited for things sometimes so much because i'm like if you don't get excited for things you don't like basically you don't get your hopes up and you won't you won't get let down Mm -hmm. that's like my thought process of it but he's like when you do that a lot of times you miss out on the joy of like feeling things and you're like trying so hard to like keep all that stuff in that you like don't experience like also good things Mm -hmm. so i'm just like trying to like allow myself to experience joy and be excited for things and like i'm always like shit's about to go left or (laughs) whatever but i'm i'm really trying to be like positive about or at least like be in the moment being like i'm excited for this thing or like whatever so um yeah so that's basically i'm proud of myself for uh having a little bit of joy this week Okay, shout out to mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. that joy. Mm-hmm. Joy comes <laughs> in the morning. Um, my bussy pep talk is essentially for me. I rest rested yesterday. I really, really rested. Do a motherfucking thing. Um, besides, go get food mm-hmm. and get coffee. <clears throat> and I watched a little TV. Um. <laughs> What? I was just like I forgot to talk about this, but keep going. Oh, um, <laughs> um, and yeah, I meditated and I journaled and I got some some serious had a serious conversation with myself and yeah, we're here. Nice. But I'm still here. Come on. And queer. Come on. Okay. Question though, have y'all been watching Love Is Blind? 
I haven't. No. Oh God. I've been hearing about it. Both yeah. of you. <laughs> you, know that, you know that it's not something I would watch. It's so good. That's what everybody. It is doing. so trash, but it is just like so good. And I went to high school with one of the girls that was there. Uh, that's on the show, and I'm like, uh, is this a thing that has to do with, like catfishing or something? No, Love Is Blind is basically where they bring like. Uh, 10 women, 10 dudes, and they basically, like, force them to go on dates, but they can't see each other on these dates. So they, like, are in rooms and, like, they're... So basically, like, imagine if, like, you're in the kitchen talking to somebody and then the door is closed and, like, you're the other person somewhere else, like, in the living room. Mm -hmm. But... Um, but yeah, it's like really ridiculous. Um, and then the only way to see the person is that you have to get married or engaged. And so they do this in the span of like 40 days. It's literally the most ridiculous show you have ever seen in your life, but it is (laughs) so, so good. It is like quality, quality (laughs) trash. Come on, quality trash. It is delicious. Like it is like, we love a Febreze. We love a Febreze scented trash. I have never been so like energized, so excited by a television show in my life. Like, okay, so I I was because I liked Are You the One last season, which was like where all like the queer people got together, and so it was just like really hard. Are You the One? I can't explain how that show is. Just fucking watch that show. It was really good, but this Love Is Blind. Oh, it'll take over. Oh my god, it is. I know that's I love that song Ooh, and I always been having that song I don't even know you and I hate, hate you. you see all I know is my girlfriend used to date you yo do you know that was the first rap that I ever memorized <laughs> and that's why I was like I was a baby feminist you know like I was just like on that's some so like fucking... yo we not we not about to let these dudes hit us <laughs> 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 out here like 10 years old like rapping hard as hell i hate you so much all right okay sorry i digress but i just really wanted to shout out love is blind that also brought me pure joy this week so (laughs) shout out to love is blind (sighs) i am fucking weak all right so we're gonna start the podcast we go in order so anybody who's new to the podcast we go eat pray that bow um so we're gonna start with eat What's an underrated dish you can only find in the Bronx? Hmm. The first thing that comes to mind is a uh, chopped cheese. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've heard about this. Um, I feel, I, I think you can probably get them at like other bodegas like around the city, but like I feel like chopped cheese was originated somewhere in the Bronx somewhere. So it's like basically, um, you know, ground beef, uh, you know, that's that's chopped up and fried you can add a little onion a little pepper whatever to it um but then you put you melt it with um like a cheddar cheese or like Mm -hmm. american cheese and you put it on a a little roll and you can you can dress it up with like some ketchup or whatever it's kind of it almost kind of is reminiscent of like a like what do you call it a a philly cheesesteak kind of thing but Mm -hmm. it's ground is ground beef it's 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 really good but also one of those things like it's like a comfort food like a bronx comfort food mm-hmm. um yeah i haven't had one in a long time though because you know they that that will give you heartburn. right that indigestion <laughs> right yeah, mm. that will give you heartburn. <laughs> i've never had a chopped cheese but i, I know it will give you heartburn. i haven't had a chopped cheese either one of my friends just will just moved to the bronx and i went to the bronx to visit him 
And I was like, oh, I should have gotten the chopped cheese up yeah. here. Yeah, you got to Next try. time. Try one. Next time. He lives near the Jamaicans. Is oh. that still a good place to get chopped cheese? Um, You know, you got to go to like, like maybe around like Yankee Stadium, okay. uh, maybe Hunts Point. That's like where um, more like the Latinos are. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got you. Are there any... Wow, I'm such a bird for popping my mouth. <laughs> Come on, I'm Come. with you. <laughs> Been a bird. Um, are there any f- meals or foods to avoid during Mercury retrograde? Oh, that's a good question. First, can you explain what Mercury retrograde? Because some people probably are like, don't have any clue about what it is. Right. What I, yeah. Well, in astrology, Mercury is a planet that represents communication and mm-hmm. data and facts and like the intellect, right? Mm. So when we talk about a retrograde, a retrograde planet usually is that it's moving it it appears that it's moving backwards so when we talk about a retrograde in terms of astrology it's like we it's a time for us to kind of go backwards instead Mm -hmm. of forwards and like so with mercury it's usually like reviewing and like revising you know anything that is about like going back and like taking a, a second or third look at something before you agree to like sign a contract or before you make plans or mm. you know before so like for example we had a little thing earlier when you had emailed me amber and you was yeah. like you were running late uh-huh. and i was like actually that's perfect you know because when i was getting ready time kind of got away from me and then i looked up i was like oh shit you know it's three mm. i was like i gotta get out but i wanted to eat something before i left right mm. and so i knew that if i was going to come here and be on time i wouldn't have been able to eat anything but you being held up by the train gave me some extra time to eat so that's actually like a mercury retrograde kind of thing like sometimes because mm. we we get so caught up in like this has to you know we got to move forward got to do this got to and so mercury retrograde is usually a time for slowing down and like reprocessing things mm. um Usually when things get screwed up during a Mercury retrograde, you know, like, uh, you know, computers break down, cars break down, uh, you know, misunderstandings with like, you know, emails and text messages and all that kind of stuff like that is usually because we need to slow down and take a moment before Mm -hmm. we like plow through. So people, when you people like, oh, you know, Mercury retrograde, it's like, no, it's this is a good time for just chilling out going with the flow you know and not trying to stress over too many things all at one time because we can spread ourselves really thin Mm. yeah i i loved how you explained that i've never (laughs) heard that usually i just hear like mercury and gatorade mercury and micro braids (laughs) like (laughs) i know i see a lot of the memes and it was like one that was like you know don't don't hate me for the things i said during mercury retrograde you Mm -hmm. know stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but no i I think i mean i was born during one so Mm -hmm. i I perpetually live my life in mercury retrograde Mm -hmm. um but it's usually a time for just being a little bit more reflective and introspective Mm -hmm. thinking thinking before you send messages or thinking before you tweet that thing or you know thinking before you dial that x or whatever because that might not be the best decision which is also you know a lot of people tend to hear from their exes around mercury because people are reflecting about the past interesting yeah okay that's the ghetto (laughs) i am like queen of texting exes i'll be like i remember that let's what you doing (laughs) i am the queen that's the scorpio moon peeking out is it yeah 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 the water sign scorpio i mean all signs you know we we have our own way of kind of like revisiting the past but water signs 
uh, Scorpio, Cancer, Pisces, um, because water holds memory, mm. it's not uncommon for people who have water in their chart somewhere to like, especially like water moons or like, you know, water suns or water risings to um, be tied or connected to the past a lot. Oh, this makes so much motherfucking sense. What have you been all my life making? I, now it makes so much motherfucking sense. Because I'd be like, why am I always caught up in the motherfucking past? Like, right. everything is so... Okay. Yeah. Mm. We mm. we were born this way. Okay, so, but what food... <laughs> what food would you what, say to a yeah. boy? What food? Well, um, I think it kind of depends on, like, the sign that Mercury is retro in. So, like, right now, Mercury is retrograde in Pisces. So, Pisces is an energy that tends to um, make our immune systems a bit weaker. Mm. Um, And Pisces is also, it makes us a little bit more spacey because Pisces is about like unplugging and like just kind of like tuning into the more like spiritual side of life as opposed to like that hustle and bustle every day, you Mm. know? Um, Because Virgo is a sign that is opposite Pisces. So if you think about Virgo energy, Virgo is very like busy and do this and that, that, you know, like, so Pisces is the opposite of that. It's like, chill out, smoke some weed, have a drink, you know, Mm. just take a nap, you know, like that's very Piscean, right? So now that we're in Pisces season. So that's why I've been feeling attacked lately. (laughs) <laughs> sorry lord jesus <laughs> Mecca, i'm feeling continue. under attack sorry Con- continue sorry. well i mean i mean if you if you do have like virgo planets um and and like you know mercury is retrograde in pisces yeah it definitely will probably bring up a lot of like emotional stuff or just like you know misunderstandings with people that could trigger things it, it could be it could be a little tough for mm-hmm. sure because um, you get in that, that friction or that opposition um, to your moon. Um, but what I was going to say is, uh, yeah, so with Pisces, um, you definitely want to uh, eat more foods that bolster the immune system. Right. So you might want to stay away from like the junk food or, or, or at least minimize it, you know, or and, and I'll also say maybe minimizing uh, like alcohol and things like that, too, because uh, Pisces is also associated with uh, uh, addiction mm. um, because, you know, we tend to use those things as a, a way to escape and to like cope, you know. So I would say, you know, you might want to kind of go a little easier, like on the alcohol or like the, you know, substances and things of that nature. Um, the other thing that you might want to do is like, if you're really feeling tired and sluggish, you know, it's a good time to eat things that are like spicy or like Mm -hmm. have heat to them. Cause those things have like what we call like a Ayurvedic sort of uh, benefit where they like get the body, like they, they turn on the engine in the body or Mm -hmm. like, like the, like get the, the blood pumping. Mm -hmm. So those could be good things to, to eat if you're feeling really like out of it. Wow. You just changed my life. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, so describe your relationship with food and how it's changed over time. Um, my relationship with food is complex, I guess, for a lot of people it is. Like, mm-hmm. um, I grew up poor, you know, <laughs> um, and there were times when we didn't have much food in the house. You know, you knew we, you know, like when like payday rolled around or, you know, when someone got some money because we would eat good. And I and, and, you know, over time, like especially now, like as I do like certain talks and like lectures and things like that, I see like how food is a source of wealth and abundance. You know, mm-hmm. people don't have access to foods and um, or, you know, can't. Uh, 
get the kind of nutrition that they need at a regular basis, you know, so or, you know, or like they may have like eating disorders and things like that. So food food for me um, now, like I've seen like over time, like how it is like a source of like abundance and the way that like when you do have that money coming in, like you can drop, you know, money on a steak or, you know, you just eat or eat or, you know, eat and take out, you know, Uber Eats and all of that. Like I I definitely see like how money (laughs) And food, you know, definitely go hand in hand, um, which which is also saddening to some degree. But aside from that, um, food, you know, definitely. So for me, I have Venus. My Venus is in Sagittarius. It's in the fourth house. So Venus is a planet that represents your values and like your relationships. Mm -hmm. And fourth house has to do with like community, home, family, traditions, things of that nature. So I'm not necessarily a traditional person, Mm -hmm. but I do make a lot about like community and needing relationships that feel like family. Um, I'm very picky about who I eat with because I like I feel like when you break bread with someone, it's like you're inviting them into your life like you're you're kind of cementing them somehow like into your mm. world and which is why like when I see people arguing on Twitter about like oh you know this person will take you out for this date you know and spend $200 on a meal and da, da, da. I'm just like but I don't even know if I like you <laughs> like I'm not going to sit there for like a full meal yeah. if I'm not even sure if I even want to be around you you yeah. know so um so so yeah so food for me is very intimate uh food for me is uh definitely has been a source of comfort but i've also seen the ways that i have needed to change my relationship with food and not like overindulging and stuff that's like unhealthy um which is what i was saying like earlier you know i've definitely been on this um push like i've you know i've had my moments where i've been like on the horse on the food and nutrition horse and then i've also been off of it so now i'm getting back on it and i'm like trying to trying mm-hmm. to stay there yeah nice. <laughs> okay what's your favorite meal of the day and why uh my favorite meal of the day i think i really like i really like breakfast okay. a lot um or at least breakfast foods <laughs> yeah, breakfast slaps <laughs> I'm so good. I mean, I could eat cereal any time of the day, honestly. Um, a queen. But I like it because it's like the first thing that you're eating. It's kind of like, you know, like the fuel, mm-hmm. you know, like how you're setting the tone for the day, which is, again, like I've, I've, I've definitely had instances where I haven't eaten in the morning and then like I go like right into the day and I then you know I'm like I'm cranky and I'm tired and I'm like wondering like why am I feeling this way and it's usually because I haven't started the day with something on my stomach Mm. um so yeah so so breakfast I would say um is probably like the most important thing to me okay yeah all right so we're done with eat we're just gonna go right into pray we start praying the same way Mm -hmm. what is your passion my passion <clears throat> my passion is to make the world a little bit better than the way that I found it mm-hmm. that's my passion and and it doesn't necessarily mean astrology either um, astrology is one way in which I do that um, but I also strive to do that through like my relationships or through my interactions with people mm-hmm. um, through you know different experiences that I have like I try to make sure that when I walk away from something that that person that I'm interacting with feels a little bit better or that 
energy in the room feels you know a little bit better or or whatever that that's kind of like what my passion is yeah. I like that. <laughs> I know. And you may and you, you you have a very calming energy. I know. That's oh, what I was just you. thinking. Like, I was just like, oh, I just feel so relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Like you, my if this was a, just as a you know bussy analogy, like the dick could totally go in right now. <laughs> like, I am like relaxed. I love it. I love it. And just like you just had a popper. <laughs> yeah. Like that is what. <laughs> Like not even just a pop, like nah, because like, I don't really know. If, I don't really know much about pop. I don't but, know either. I just what I just imagine. But that's what that's what, that's what, but that's what I've been told. But like you uh, ate the ass really good. You know, fingered it. Mm. You know, like kissed and massaged my neck and my back. And now I'm just like, whew, I'm ready. Nice. Thanks. Like Alicia Keys. Um, <laughs> you know what? A fool. <laughs> a fool. If you ask me, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been that relaxed. Anyways, I'm three years to be exact. But anyways, how did you, <laughs> how did you get your start in astrology? Uh, I got my start. Um, <laughs> one one reason was because of a boy. Uh, the other reason was because I was just really unhappy in terms of like where I was in my career and just like overall in terms of my life. I felt like. Um, cause I used to work in, in social services. I was doing, um, like workforce development, helping like people from low income backgrounds to like find work and employment, mm. which definitely took a certain level of counseling to tell people who were coming from basically from places that I came from, you know, go out there and, and try to make it happen, you know? Um, so that was one thing. And then, um, I did like fundraising and grant writing and stuff like that. But I just I just didn't feel like I was utilizing all of my talents. Um, I went to school for creative writing. Um, even though I was doing grant writing, I still felt a bit stunted in terms of like the kind of writing that I was doing. I felt like I was like, oh, you know, is this really making an impact? Um, and it just kind of got to a point where it was just like a toxic sort of work environment. And once it got to that point, I was just like, okay, you know, something, something has to give. And it just so happened that I was also dating someone that wasn't healthy for me either. And for me, being a, um, a you know single mom, I, my daughter was quite young at the time. And she, you know, for me being a role model to her, I wanted to make sure that I was living my life in a way that I could be proud of and that she could be like, okay, you know, my mom is, she, she has her shit together. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I picked up a astrology book called the celestial sex pots handbook. I believe that was the name of it. And it was more of a love and relationship book. And, I had liked what the astrologer had to say so much that I got a couple of readings with her. And this was before I knew anything about a birth chart. This is before I, I knew like how deep astrology actually went. And when I, you know, uh, spoke to her a couple of times over the phone, I did go in um, with like a sort of a skeptical mind because I was like, ah, you know, what's she going to tell me? But, you know, she really blew me away. She told me stuff, you know, and helped me to kind of see like why things were happening, you know, why I was attracting, you know, the people that I was attracting, why I was in this job situation. And that really like unlocked the door for me in terms of like being able to make sense of myself and like actually like get into a place where I could actually start harnessing the power that I had, you know, by way of astrology. Mm -hmm. And that just, and that just kind of like blew my mind to a 
point where I just became obsessed and started to research and read and research and read. And then um, I started to practice uh, on like friends and family, like with their charts and stuff like that. And then eventually um, how things kind of aligned was I things got so bad at work. It was like a big blow up. I quit as a result, had no safety net. You know, my mom was like, well, you can come back home. Uh, I was like, all right. (laughs) And I found a mentor, an astrology mentor, Mm. and who taught me everything about like the technical stuff, like how to read charts and things like that, as well as like the business side. Mm. And even though it was really scary and it was a really scary, really trying wild time, um, I look back on it now and I say like, I really don't see like how else it would have went besides me, like, you know, kind of like pulling myself up and being like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. How did, okay, because I know sometimes when I talk about astrology with people, they're like, oh God, here we go. So like, how was it when you like quit your job that was like seemingly stable? Like how did like family and friends kind of react to, to that? Well, and finding out you wanted to do astrology. Well, my parents, um, they were always really supportive of of myself and my brother. You know, they they grew up from a place where they felt they were very disempowered for, by the adults around them, mm-hmm. and they didn't want that for my for me and my brother. So they were always like, "Listen, you don't gotta take nobody's shit." <laughs> you know, like you can always like come back. That's my mom, mom especially. Like you know, you can always come back home. Um, you know, don't don't suffer. Don't you know? Don't be miserable. Um, so I'm really glad that I had that. I did have friends that were like, what, what are you doing? Um, (laughs) because, because I'm a Sagittarius, you know, one of my gifts is the fact that I'm like a Jill of all trades, you know, like there's things that I get like before, even before, um, I got into astrology, I have co-produced a film with a friend of mine that we took it to the Cannes Film Festival. Um, and I thought that I was like going to go into like filmmaking even though i didn't go to film school right so that's also a sad thing like oh we just we kind of bypass the rules and just kind of jump into mm-hmm. qualified white people do it all the time oh my gosh <laughs> that's very true that's very true that's very true um but sometimes it can work against us because it's like um slow down but um but yeah i thought i was gonna go in that direction didn't didn't that didn't really stick uh and you know the whole thing was blowing up with my job and I was also blowing up my love life like this is this is whack but uh yeah what what ended up happening was um I had some friends that I was telling them that I quit and they were just kind of like you know like is you sure that's what you want to do like astrology like why and you know at at that point I just was like well I know what I want to do you know um I think sometimes our friends mean well you know and Mm -hmm. but at the same time it also made me realize that sometimes when you are going through certain things, sometimes you do have to kind of like keep certain things to yourself. You know, not everybody needs to be privy to every single step that you're doing. Yeah. Um, because people will project their fears onto you, you know, and they'll be like coming from a place of like, well, why did you do that? Or why, why would you quit that job? And it's kind of like, but this is my path. You know, yeah. this is this is the the trial by fire that I'm going through. You know, you might have a different one, and, and you know, you're gonna have to figure it out the way that you can. But for me, it was just kind of like, oh, I can't allow anyone else's uh, fears or doubts or whatever to influence these decisions. And that's kind of like hmm. what I did. I love that. 
I love that. I love Sages. Y'all, <laughs> y'all are always doing something. I know. And y'all are crazy. <sighs> You're like a chill Sag, though. Yeah, I have a I have a lot of Saturn happening on in my chart. So Saturn is a is a planet that tends to mature you and okay. like make you a little bit more reserved. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. my mama Sag and mature is not a word I would use for her. <laughs> Yeah, we, we could be over the top. We can definitely, and I, I definitely have had my over the tops moments yes, for sure, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, so you have a book called yes. Astrology for Happiness and Success. Mm-hmm. How have you used your astrological chart for happiness and success? Um, I've actually used it quite, quite, or continue to use it quite a lot. So, like, um, for example. This past year um, was a year for me to kind of see like where I needed to kind of shake things up a bit and kind of step out of outside of my comfort zone. So even though I'm a Sagittarius and I have a ton of fire in my chart, you know, which technically is known for being very like outgoing and like, you know, you know, you know, ambitious, adventurous and all that, um, I still... Um, you know, I'm an Aquarius moon, I'm a Leo rising, so I still need a certain amount of, and that's, like I said, I have that ca- that Saturn energy. So I still have a, a certain thing of where I can like overthink things and yeah. like hold on to things for a really long time. And I was realizing, I was just like, wait a minute, you know, I'm putting all this energy into certain things um, that I can redirect. So the certain things like, for example, like dating. <laughs> I was, I was realizing, I was like, why am I putting so much energy into this thing? Like, I, I can redirect this energy into something else. And so, you know, I started to take up archery. Um, <laughs> Girl, what? <laughs> That's some sad shit. Because if you can't find a nigga, why not be able to shoot him with a bow and arrow? <laughs> if you can't find a nigga, shoot him with a bow and arrow. <laughs> that is the lesson for today. Oh my god! I'm, I'm gonna take up archery because I can't find a nigga, so I might as well shoot him with a bow and arrow. Shoot that nigga down, be like, "Bitch, I'm your woman. I'm your man. Dead. I'm your man." Ooh. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, no, yeah. So, so I was looking, you know, just kind of looking at my chart and just kind of seeing like where, where you know, certain planets were falling, and I was just like, you know, this would be a good time for me to start some new hobbies, you know, and kind of like do some things that I've like always wanted to do, but maybe haven't done for whatever reason, and I've just been kind of like allowing myself to pay more attention to that. So. You know, archery has been a thing. I've been thinking about taking salsa um, lessons, you know, because it's been a long time since I've salsa danced. Um, but so I've just been thinking about stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Whenever I hear about salsa, I don't know why, but I always start singing a bitty bitty bumba. Um, <laughs> that ain't even a salsa. I know. <laughs> well, I just that's where my mind went. Well, shout out to Selena. Okay. Ooh, yes. queen. Yes. A bitty bitty bumba. <laughs> I just saw some boys shaking them shoulders. <laughs> yes. Uh. How- I needed that laugh, y'all. Sorry. How has being an astrologist affected your relationships, both with family and friends? And what are you more aware of now that you weren't before? Um, I think I realized how 
introverted I actually am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because again, like this is why I also tell encourage people to like um to learn about their birth chart to which is so if and if people aren't aware of like what a birth chart even is. So a birth chart is basically like a a visual representation of like your where the planets and the stars were aligned at your birth mm-hmm. and so based on that planetary alignment we get to see all kinds of like wonderful things about a person their gifts and their strengths and their talents and purpose and you know sort of like what they're called their 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 calling could be um but then we can also see some challenges in terms of like you know maybe like family dynamics or like health related stuff or like money you know all that kind of stuff so i always tell people you know because you you do have people be like oh you know i'm a i'm a leo but i don't feel like a leo you know Mm -hmm. i'm a scorpio i don't feel like the typical you know scorpio and i would say you know it's probably because there's other things going on in your chart that's affecting how you express or live that energy and so, like, for me, you know, I'm a Leo rising, I'm a Sag sun, have a lot of Sag, have a lot of Leo, um, then I'm Aquarius moon. So, by nature, you know, if you're just reading kind of, like, the popular stuff, that would mean that I'm very outgoing and always on the go and da-da-da. And honestly, especially the more older that I get, I just really like being at home. <laughs> just <laughs> mind my business. <laughs> just really like you know again you know i find it like and that's another thing too like i've realized like my my social circle has gotten a little too small like i have to like actually push myself and like get out and like meet new people and stuff like that um but yeah like in terms of relationships uh it's it's helped me to understand people more it's helped Mm -hmm. me to be able to kind of like cut off certain misunderstandings and things like off like before like or like nip things in the bud before they get started especially like with me and my daughter my daughter's 19 and she's an aries with a virgo moon and a virgo rising very tough a tough cookie i love her <laughs> but we butt heads yeah. a lot yeah. especially because she's 19 she thinks she knows everything and i remember when i was that age too Ooh, yeah. <laughs> So you know, seeing oh Lord, mm. please that that I feel like that whole little gap between like seventeen to twenty one, mm. a mess. <laughs> that a whole, mess. That little gap right there, but um, but yeah. So dealing with her, you know, looking at the, her chart and kind of knowing you know when she's like in a mood and you know stuff like that, or just being able to like talk to her about things where she doesn't get all like ah you coming down on me um just you know dealing with my parents or dealing with my brother dealing with guys you know (laughs) that's also (laughs) that's also helped me to like avoid you know certain you know pitfalls and things like that or even you know certain certain times like help me to like draw closer to people so it's helped um although you know i do get people you know friends texting me out of the blue like is there something going on in this guy what's going on is mercury retrograde (laughs) i'm just like listen (laughs) leave me alone I don't know. Y'all figure it out. I love you, but please leave me alone. Bitch, I'm trying to enjoy my motherfucking cereal and watch right. TV. <laughs> and maybe do some archery later. Right. Right. Exactly. I'm uh, really going to shoot these niggas with I'm so done. With I am you. so ready to shoot a nigga with a bow and arrow. The moment I, I have see. Been, I'm redirecting my energy today. The moment I see Savoy with a bow and arrow. <laughs> What? I took archery in college. It's really? fun, but I had no—I don't know what I was doing, and it was hard. And 
I don't really remember a lot of college and I probably didn't go to the class a lot, but <laughs> I know that it was a it was a class that I took. I hate you. <laughs> I was seventeen to twenty one, wildin'. Mm. It was a rough time. Mm. The ghetto. So we already asked you what does re- Mercury retrograde really mean? Mm. But we're gonna ask you how does re- the retrograde affect certain signs, in particular, me and Amber signs. Yes, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's just let's jump be, into. Let's just jump into. <laughs> and also, we learned this. So I don't. I've said this probably a million times on the podcast before, but I'm a Leo rising, Leo sun, Scorpio moon, and Savoy. I'm a, what, what, I'm a Scorpio. What's the first sun. one? Sun. Sun. Mm-hmm. Virgo moon. Virgo moon. Leo rising, we Leo just learned. Rising. Yes, I'm Leo rising now. I just learned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if you're, I'm a Leo rising too. So if you're Leo rising. We are all Leo risings yeah, up in here. Look at that. Look at that. I love the it. rising of the Leo bus. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. That bus is coming up in Leo. <laughs> um, okay, so if you're Leo rising, uh, the Mercury retrograde is probably taking place in the in your eighth house. So the eighth house is its own in the chart that has to do with like debts and like loans and like finances, like bills and stuff like that that you owe. So you might have to like kind of like look over those things and do some accounting you know and make sure like everything is on up and up because one thing about mercury retrograde especially because it's in pisces um i've been i noticed that like uh fraud and things like that or like people like kind of you know getting your credit card number and next thing you know you have like these weird charges and stuff like that that can definitely happen during mercury retrograde um i always tell people like to change like their passwords or like update their passwords and stuff like that Mm -hmm. on um you know they're on the internet or whatever like whatever you you log into regularly um because mercury retrograde can bring out like the thieves definitely um so that might be something that you might have to watch for okay um but in terms of scorpios um this is a good time for like reconnecting so you had to earlier like reconnecting to your passion okay um so that's definitely would fall under the line um for this particular mercury retrograde for scorpios because it's hitting your fifth house and the fifth house would be a zone that has to do with like creativity and passion and joy and also romance so this is a good time for that <laughs> you had me in season, <laughs> well i you mean you're doing so well man. <laughs> until you said romance <laughs> and i really want to shoot these things with oh, a bow yeah. <laughs> i'm over these niggas but it, but it can also be like uh, um kind of like re like revisiting like your patterns around dating mm. so that you can change them so okay. that you can actually get the the kind of love life that you actually want <sighs> yeah and that affects all scorpio placements um well i would say scorpio's sons more so okay yeah okay. um but yeah but like for Leo, but you're you're double Leo, so mm-hmm. that eighth house. But you could also be having this transit in your seventh house too. So like seventh house stuff has to do with like partnerships in like relationships. So like could be reconnecting with people you haven't seen in a really long time, people that you actually want to hear from. <laughs> there may be some people that might try to reach out that you don't want to hear from. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also be a good time for like you know renegotiating any contracts or relationships you know both business and personal because hmm. you know it's in pisces like mercury's in pisces right now so pisces is a very emotional very intuitive very like you know it, it pushes you to go 
into your feelings and feel like, you know, how do I feel about this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are there any signs, and you don't have to go into it specifically, but are there any signs that are just like having an especially hard time right now? Not Um, hard time, but like difficult time. A difficult time. Yeah, I think all the cardinal signs right now are really really going through it. So cardinal signs are Aries, Libra, uh, Cancer, and Capricorn. Okay. And it's not because of Mercury retrograde. It's because of... uh, So Saturn has been in Capricorn for a little while now Pluto is there these are very heavy hard-hitting planets that force you to really own your shit and really draw boundaries and put in the blood and the sweat and the tears that you need to do in order for you to actually have the success or achieve the goals that you want to achieve right Mm -hmm. so they have that and then we've been having eclipses you know that have been hitting the Cancer and Capricorn axis um since july of 2018 they come along every six months so we just had so like like for example january felt like the longest year ever and it was because of all this capricorn energy and all of this like cancerian stuff because cancer and capricorn represent like the foundations of our life you know family career um you know what we you know whether or not we're getting our emotional needs met so a lot of things have been coming up around those themes that have been making people kind of like double like second second guess like where they are in terms of career like am I really happy here you know am I really doing what I feel like I'm called to do um I'm tired of showing up for jobs that make me feel undervalued and underpaid you know and thinking that I have to settle for these things um I'm tired of being in relationships where my needs aren't getting met you know where there's no boundaries and things of that nature so these things are really heavy <laughs> heavy duty stuff going on right now and so the cardinal signs are feeling all it the that. most me too <laughs> I'm feeling all and if you and and so you know the thing is is that if you you might have planets that might be like so you might you could be like a leo or you could be like you know a taurus but you could have like you know venus and aries or you could have like you know mars and capricorn that will be if you know you'll still get that affected and then we also have those houses those signs rule different parts of our chart as well mm. so even though we might be not necessarily be like an aries sun or a libra sun we still have Aries and Libra somewhere in our birth charts that are getting that energy as well. Mm. Mm. Wow. All that you have a lot of Libra in your chart, though. FYI. The ghetto. <laughs> Libra, Mars, Libra, Venus. Oh, yeah. You. So definitely stuff around love and relationships, finances, and how you uh, manage your energy and your anger. <laughs> <laughs> So y'all, you know, just we're gonna take a quick second. We're gonna let y'all know something. Okay. So boy Anthony Jefferson has been feeling I've been feeling really uninspired. Mm. And then on top of that, emotionally like kinda like all over the place. And I've been asking myself, like, what's next? Um why do I hate niggas so much? Mm. Um, because I expect that they to ghetto. Um <laughs> So it's just been a lot, and I've just been like really just feeling like lackluster, like very like, eh, like I'm doing this, but everything has been feeling that way. Like, and I mean everything has been feeling very like, eh, I'm doing this, mm. and I'm pushing myself to do it, but I, I can really give two, I give, I give negative five fucks right now. Yeah, that's usually indicative of um, a Saturn transit, or Saturn, Saturn and Pluto, but Saturn more so because. 
when Saturn hits your Venus, you find that the things that you used to love, you just don't, your heart isn't in it anymore. And the reason for that is because it's there to make sure it's kind of like, do you really want to invest in these things? Like, do you really want to continue doing these things? Because you're not really getting anything out of it. So it's kind of like clearing the slate. So that feeling of like, I'm not inspired, I'm not enthused is usually a part of like that whole like washing and like clearing away of all that stuff that you've been investing in that just don't make any sense for you anymore. So that way you can start looking at things that do make sense and start pulling those things to you as opposed to like just going through the motions. Mm. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, mm, mm. How would you describe your experience as a black work, a black woman, sorry, working in the field of astrology? Like, have you come in contact with any blatant discrimination or has it just like, what has your experience been as a black woman in astrology? Um, Yeah, I've had a few brushes of like racism, discrimination um, here and there. Because uh, there's not, there's, I mean, thankfully, like when I first entered into astrology, which was like about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. there weren't as many like, black uh astrologers or astrologers of color um Mm -hmm. as there are thankfully like now like you know there's a new wave of folks that are like really interested in in their learning and they're you know either like they are either enthusiasts or they're actually people who actually want to become astrologers so Mm -hmm. you know like there's definitely a lot more people of color uh coming into the field but like when i started out there was just so many like so few of us and i realized that one of the things that, that helped me to keep going in this field is because I realized that the astrology that I was reading about and that I was learning um, was coming from white astrologers and I didn't feel like they were speaking to our experiences. Mm. You know, uh, I felt like they weren't really understanding what it meant to be in a black body um, or even a queer body, queer and black. And then, and then, you know, having to like, constantly show up in a world that does not want you here you know and like what that means in terms of like like how the astrology fits into that and like how do you empower people you know to keep going and to keep you know going you know pushing um when all these things are like stacked up against you and so for me the way that i've always strived to bring astrology to the table i mean i I have white clients and things of that nature but I do feel like a lot of people of color and even like queer folks do come to me for readings because I do make astrology very accessible and I speak the same language. You know, I I say like, this is, this is how you can work and navigate this, this world that is constantly making you feel unwelcome, you know? And so being a, a black woman in the field, I definitely have come up against like some well-known white astrologers who were like giving me the business because they felt that, you know, like subcon like subconsciously, like I didn't belong in this community, you know? Mm-hmm. And that just gave me more fuel of just kind of like, well, I'm here. Like, so you're going to deal with it. You know, like I remember going to a conference because we have like astrology conferences and things like that where you can like meet each other and learn from each other and things of that nature. And um, a couple of years ago, this before I published the books and everything. And we had a dinner and I had, you know, one, I was one of very few black people in the room and the table that I sat at was full of white folks. And this woman wouldn't let up she was just peppering me with all these questions like well why are you here and what are you doing but the way she was doing it it was like like microaggressive you know like 
it wasn't out of curiosity of like, oh, hey, you know, what brings you here? It was more like, well, what what do you write for? And I've never heard of that. And, you know, like, and I was just like, well, bitch, I'm here. <laughs> like, it's just what we, it's gonna be what's gonna be. And I know be. archery, bitch. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, so I, I, I've had those little weird like run-ins here and there mm. but i i don't i don't take it personally i i check it you know and as i file it away you know for later like okay let me save this for later but i'm just like well it just shows me that the work that i'm doing um is just all the more valuable mm. yeah mm-hmm. okay um what has motherhood taught you about yourself as well as your sign Ooh. Jeez. Um, <laughs> what has mother taught me about motherhood? Um, that that I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter, um, and that I'm that I'm okay. That more and more, like I'm okay with like not knowing it all. You know, I think I think as as mothers we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves in terms of like, are we doing it right? You know, are we going to screw up our kid? Um, is our kid going to grow up to hate us? Um, <laughs> um, you know, definitely. And then, you know, it gives me a certain insight too of kind of like the things that I feel like my parents, uh, you know, when they were raising me and my brother, kind of like how they might've felt too, in terms of like looking at us, like, are we fucking up our kids? Um, but I think, <laughs> I'm just laughing because my parents sure did fuck me up. Well, but they they do say they also feel bad about it, but right. like, I feel like you're all, you're going to fuck up your kids. Yeah, it's you're gonna like, make you're definitely gonna make mistakes. I mean, my parents did. I mean, they were they you know they were drug addicts for the most for most of my my childhood and my adult, adult life. So there was a lot of trauma and drama that went down. I mean, I, I still love them very dearly, and I do have a close relationship with them individually for for different reasons but Mm -hmm. um growing up from that and then becoming a mom and then having like you know i i definitely know that my daughter is going to have her qualms about me (laughs) you know i i know i just know that she is Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and there's no such thing as being like a perfect parent you Mm -hmm. know um it's just a matter of just kind of trying to show up and just doing the best that i can and I think that that's been my approach to everything, especially over the past couple of years, especially because my career has been growing so much because I've been, you know, getting all these like opportunities and, you know, finding myself being in the room with like the big names in astrology. I just been thinking to myself, like, I'm not here to be the smartest in the room. You know, I'm just here to, to show up and just be me. And as long as I'm I'm continually doing that and trying to do that the best way possible, then that's that's all I can do. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Mecca, you I'm telling you. I know. I love you so much. Thank you. A motherfucking gym. Yeah, we're just soaking it all in. <laughs> we're like we don't have anything to say we're just like yes Mecca. <laughs> how do you envision your practice practice evolving over the next five years oh that's a question um i've actually been thinking about that a lot lately um probably like at the start of the of the new year just because i had so much growth in my career over the past like two or three years 
um, you know, I've written books. I've, uh, you know, I've gotten a chance to like travel overseas and like teach astrology and things of that nature. I've done TV show. I've done all these things. So now I'm in a place where trying to figure out like what are my next steps. Some of the things that I've been thinking about have been more like behind the scenes stuff. Like so, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about like how can I mentor like the next group of you know um, astrologers you know mm-hmm. that are that are looking like how can I I've been thinking about mentoring, um, which is funny because I didn't always want to do it mostly because I didn't want to like steer anybody wrong, but that's also the reason why I didn't want to do astrology at first either because I was like I don't want to give people bad information and they'd be like oh you told me this and this was gonna happen and now <laughs> my life is ruined and I'm like ah shit sorry, <laughs> <laughs> like ah. Um, but, but I realize that it's just like fear, you know, kind of getting, getting in the way of that. But, um, but yeah, I would like to do, do more mentoring. Um, I would like to definitely do more consulting work too, because, uh, I've been having, uh, companies reaching out to me who've been wanting me to help them with, you know, developing things and things like that. Uh, companies can actually use astrology too, to like figure out like when they should launch stuff. Um, mm-hmm. you know, when would be a good time to like, you know, um, start a business, you know, all that kind of stuff like that. So, uh, I've been thinking about doing that side of things as well. So I, I've been really thinking about like, how can I make the astrology a little bit more, more intimate, um, outside of like, you know, the podcasting and the books and like the social media and things like that. So that's kind of where my mind is right now. How has astrology, like, what is your relationship? A, what is your relationship with, cause I don't want to just assume, mm-hmm. um, what is your relationship with religion? How has that kind of affected how you see astrology or vice versa? Um, so I actually have a very interesting uh, relationship with religion. I, I don't really practice any particular religion right now, even though my name is Mecca. I, did, I was born Muslim. Uh, mm-hmm. We practiced Islam for a little bit, but then we left that and then we started to practice Buddhism. And then we practiced that for a little bit. Then we left that. And then my dad went, became more agnostic. My mom went into Christianity and, and I also kind of like, went there a little bit too so i have some familiarity with like different faiths and things like that sometimes even too like when i'm talking about certain things astrologically i will talk about certain like scriptures or you know different like ideological or religious sort of themes mm-hmm. to kind of bring the point home but astrology is not a religion you know mm-hmm. it's, it's just a tool that we use to kind of like calculate um trends and patterns and kind of seeing like how those things add up to like create, you know, different inform different experiences and opportunities and things like that. Um, but in terms of, um, spiritual, I mean, I've definitely have people who are afraid (laughs) to have readings with me or, you know, have, I've had people who've like stopped talking to me other altogether because they're, they felt that me being an astrologer clashed with like their spiritual beliefs, Mm -hmm. which is totally fine. Like I'm, I'm not here to like, preach the word of astrology like that, that's not my thing it's like if you want to study with me if you want to hear about it i'll talk to you and we can you know chat and stuff like that i can teach you what i know um but if people are not with it and that that's po- t- totally fine too like i don't feel like i need to be dogmatic about astrology because it is not it's not like a doctrine you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was a good question thank you i tried all right so we're just gonna go into thought um, you ready? Yes, I'm okay. ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we gonna start with the the the, 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 the most important question. Mm-hmm. Really, right? Or just jump right into it. Okay. Um, the question that all the the girls want to know. All of um, us. Which astrological sign has the best dick slash sex? Ooh. Um, you mean my professional opinion or my personal opinion? Profession- both. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, you know what? You're give, right, Amber. Give us B- both. both. So we'll start with professional. Yeah, we'll start with professional. <laughs> professional. Um, professional. I don't know. Well, I feel like I feel like Scorpios get a lot of um attention for being like very like sexual and things like that. But I feel like a lot of people don't give Tauruses enough credit. For because Taurus is actually opposite uh, Scorpio, but Tauruses yeah. are very sen- sensual, very lusty. Um, Capricorns are really great too, because um, they they're also very earthy and very lusty. Uh, I think everybody can yeah. do good can do sex, it. do the sex good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't really think there's one sign, particular sign that has a lock on it. But in my personal life, uh, I find that I've had the best sex with. Uh, Sages, other other sad fellow Sages, uh, Aries and Scorpios. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Gemini's, I will say, um, they get like a runner up for me because they give good phone sex. They do. Yeah. They Interesting. Do. They do. I'll try that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the Gemini that, well, my fr- only boyfriend, he was a Gemini, and I used to love having phone sex with him. Yeah. Like oh. I love Gemini's are have been the best sex I've ever had, but I also don't know what people's like Mars and Venus and all that stuff is. But um, Gemini's, I love a Sag. Live first. <laughs> I've never had sex with a Scorpio. It was good. The um little twenty four year old or twenty three year old time. Who, oh right, y'all who were came and came into me. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I've never. Yeah, I don't know about Scorpio. He did his job. Um, <laughs> most recently, Ove. Obey. Um, Obey. Bay. Is he a Scorpio? No, he is um Capricorn. Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cap Cap's got that 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 daddy vibe. They do have a daddy vibe. Mm-hmm. They do have a daddy vibe. Yeah. A lot of them you'll find a lot of them are doms in like the BDSM world. Oh. A lot of, they make very good doms, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they do have daddy energy. Um, Highly enough, he is a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, obey. Obey. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I just ain't. I had a man make me feel comfortable in a long time. Mm. Like a man who actually like made me feel like he cared about me actually mm. being in the room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's so mm-hmm. sad. That sounds so horrible, but it's not that. No, but sometimes people when they think of like hookups they only think about their own pleasure and look at the person like a tool to masturbate with rather Mm -hmm. than a person to have sex with and And i think i'm guilty of that even myself mm because like even after like i came i was like oh like i started scooting away he was like no come here and i was like (laughs) like like, literally wrapped me up and i was like what is this like Mm -hmm. i don't like but then i was like oh i guess okay this is right so (laughs) it's actual intimacy Girl, that's Come on, why intimacy. Oh, child, niggas don't know what that is. Mm. The ghetto. <laughs> well, that's why you want to shoot one of Bo Aaron. <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> Are there any signs that you absolutely refuse to date based on your astrological knowledge? <laughs> and how has being an astrologist changed how you've dated in general? Um, refuse to date. 
no um because i've actually dated all 12 signs of the zodiac um yeah i'm sad you know i get around (laughs) but um, my mom's a sad as well i'm like let's go down the line come on capricorn (laughs) spicy go boy let's go (laughs) cancer oh Oh my god um (laughs) no but i'll tell you i'll tell you who i do have a tough time with though um i have a tough time with libras and i have a tough time with um pisces well i would say the the water sign men like i do have a tough time with them because i don't have any water in my chart i'm all fire and air so when it comes to feelings and i'm aquarius moon so when it comes to feeling the feelings i'm like ah, i don't want to do that and they want to feel the feelings and they want to get it all up in my head and all of that i'm just like ah, just stop <laughs> so I mean, I, I do. I appreciate them though because they're really sweet, especially especially men that have Pisces placement. Very tender, very sweet, very loving. Even Scorpios. Um, I never, I have, I have yet to meet a Scorpio that I didn't get along with. Like the, the energy between us are, are very is very good. But um, we're likable people. Yeah, well, just see, don't fuck with us. Right. Exactly. Exactly. As long as you're you're on up and up. Mm-hmm. Scorpios will rock with you. Mm-hmm. If you try to come shady or try to with the BS and the facades and all of that, Scorpios see straight through it and they will know you are not to be fucked with. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's just what it is. But but yeah, um, Libras, the water signs. Uh, who else have I? I think that's my, primarily it. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like. Not I don't. I don't. Wouldn't say I don't like cancers, but I find cancers tough sometimes. It's fair. Only it can be only because I feel like they're very petty. Mm. Like they're very like. Mm-hmm. They can be a little like mean spirited sometimes. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't. I don't understand their feelings. But because their feelings really are just only about them. Mm, well, they have a, well they have a lot of them that's the thing they, yeah and i don't know it's just weird but those are i think and i don't really love virgos that much oh yeah virgos yeah is, aren't you like compatible with them no so <laughs> no Megan <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> said no incorrect well, well, here's the thing here's the thing uh i always i always talk shit about virgos but they to me make the best bottoms they really do like they they want they they have an eagerness to please and to get things done right and they will take their time and like if you boss them and you like because they like they like to get a little quippy with you so like if you get quippy back and like you they're like they you can like wrap them around your finger like putty you know but the thing with me because i'm a sag (laughs) i can't take the nagging you know, because they like, ah, you know, ah, you know, so I'm like, why are we always complaining? <laughs> Let's have fun. Let's have some fun. What's my, what am I a Virgo? What Virgo again? moon. Okay. Yeah. I am always complaining <laughs> and I am a bottom. <laughs> and I do like for you to boss me around. Mm-hmm. Like I make it difficult, but then yes. once you do it, I'm just like, yes, daddy. Yes, see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me what to do. <laughs> Mm. Okay. <laughs> I 
Um, but how has how has being a stylist like changed the way you has it changed any way the way you dated in any way? Um, to some degree, I, I do. I'll say this: uh, I do have to be careful about asking people for their birth information too soon because I have to make sure that I'm not coming into a new connection with like a bias about mm. you know certain signs and things like that which I, I've done that in the past and I'm like oh you know this is not but then you know the person living the chart or living the astrology can be very different from how you read it you know that's and true. so um, that's why when you were asking me like well what sign wouldn't you date I'm like no I'm, I'm open to anyone because it's really about the maturity you know of the two people involved and like the communication and the respect and things like that so um yeah it's helped me to understand people better uh it's also helped me to kind of like watch out for some trouble spots but like I said I have to be mindful of like not trying to get their birth and I also tell that to people too like people who are dating because I know they have like co-star and like the mm -hmm. different you know apps the pattern and stuff like that like be careful of like trying to suss out people's birth chart and getting that stuff like too soon because sometimes you can do the opposite thing of thinking like oh this person is so wonderful for me based on their chart and it could just be like an absolute nightmare so yeah, yeah. that's true I, I have a quick question. <laughs> so I am like dating someone and I know his son Scorpio, his son, not son Scorpio, but his son rising and uh, moon. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's a, Le no, not Leo. He's a Scorpio rising, mm -hmm. a Gemini sun mm -hmm. and a Leo moon. Okay. Should I stay away? No, I think that that could actually be a nice um, combination. So you have your Leo, your Leo Sun and Leo Rising, and he said you say he's a Leo Moon. Yeah. Okay. So when someone's Moon hits your Sun, there's a really nice like kind of like mutual understanding between between you. So like by you being yourself, you're kind of like giving him permission to like express himself emotionally mm. right um by you being yourself as as well in terms of like your your rising because your rising has to do with like how you see yourself but also like how you interact with the world around you mm. um again it's kind of like you give him a boost like an emotional boost by you just being who you are right and then with him being a scorpio rising and mm. you a scorpio moon mm -hmm. by you expressing yourself emotionally or or by him the way that he shows up in the world it's like there's also like that mutual understanding like where you feel like the way that he does things or how he shows up like he gets you or like you can be free to be who, like express yourself emotionally yeah. around him mm. um because especially for a scorpio that, that's big for a scorpio moon because mm -hmm you guys tend to hold on to a lot of things and keep a lot of things behind closed doors. And I mean, bitch, for, for, bitch, she is reading you filth. <laughs> I just want to let, I'm sorry. I have no Amber for 12 motherfucking years. You are reading her down. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Woo, bitch. Keep going. I'm sorry, man. Woo, I almost did a praise dance. <laughs> so um so yeah so with that scorpio moon you know you feel very deeply but don't always exp express it and you need to be in connections with people 
um, where you can feel safe enough to talk about like your very deep and, and tumultuous and complex feelings, right? And so by him being who he is and the way that he shows up in the world, he gives you that space to do that. So there's that, there's that nice thing. And then also, I also see that like people who have like moon ascendant contacts, it's like you just so are like, you so like the attraction, you just love everything about them. It's just, it's just really, it's a really nice like double, so, like, and I like the fact that it goes both ways. That's really cute. And then he's a Gemini and Geminis are really bubbly and sweet and curious. And I think that that Leo energy with the Gemini air, because you have the Leo fire in the Gemini air is, you know, keeps it's it's enough to keep things interesting without things like exploding. Because sometimes you can have like fire fire and it's just like, oh, yeah, that's true. Like burn, them. <laughs> burn the house down. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yes. So give it a chance. Um. So what's one goal or wish you have for both your dating and your sex life this year? Ooh. <laughs> well, last year was a year of doing a lot of dating and a lot of sex. <laughs> this year is more me being a little bit more um, discerning and a little bit more conscientious about like who gets my time and energy. Um, and so right now I'm in a place where I'm actually looking for like my counterpart right now. So that has meant that I've been going without sex for a long time, um, which is not which is not a bad thing. It's just making me more aware too of kind of like just ways that I need to again like just be more intentional with my energy, you know, intentional with like who gets my time and when and things of that nature, and because of that, what's funny is that. I was on the apps, like I've been on the apps, I've been on Tinder, I've been on Hinge and, you know, these different things and I deleted them and I was just like, and I think, you know, I was listening to one of your most recent and Savoy, you was talking about how you like let the, the, the apps go and stuff like that. So I've done that, done the same thing too, because I've been kept getting this message from the universe of like, stop, stop trying so hard, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, just wait, we got you. Like, like, you know, he's coming, just, just, settle down sis you know and so <laughs> and so I'm getting the same damn thing but I'm just like when the fuck is he coming <laughs> I know that patience like having that patience is like uh, um, w- w- and that's also been like a lesson too of just like you know just like you know have, have some patience have some faith like you know trust trust in the process like you you, you, you good um, so that that's been my thing my goal is like I'm actually looking for my guy um, I'm looking for my king of wands and I'm in that space of like holding out. And it's funny too, because like over this past Mercury retrograde, I definitely have had the exes who have been popping up. Actually, every retrograde, I'm just like, go away. And so <laughs> I'm just like, y'all do you, you know, namaste. I'm going to stay here and do my thing. So that's that's where I'm at right now. It's like niggas can sense when you, they can smell when you trying to get your life together. It's like, ooh, come come here, let me fuck it up. Because there's a glow, you know? There's a glow about you. As someone who reaches out to their exes, uh, <laughs> I, but I also like, I love I'm a Leo, so I like drama. <laughs> so I'm always like, what can I do to fuck up someone's day? You know, like, what can I do? <laughs> what can I do? So honest. <laughs> yeah, but no more. Maybe I don't know, maybe not. I don't know. 
No, you got your Gemini. Mm-hmm. He's okay. <laughs> Anyways, we, we need to change her no um, attention. Um, <laughs> how, um, oh, what would you tell your younger self about sex? Like, knowing what you know now, what would you tell your younger self? Get yours first. <laughs> Period. Period. Um, no, yeah, I, you know, I would tell my younger self, and this is, and this is also, you know, uh, conversations that I've been having with my daughter too, of just being like, you know, you know, make sure that you are actually having a good time, you know, make sure that you are actually enjoying what it is that you're doing and that you're not just going through it and just, you know, being there for someone else's pleasure and not your own you know be being empowered like i would i would tell myself to be more empowered in that and that if it's something that you're not cool with then it's okay to like take a pass on that too or say no or whatever. yeah again i don't i think i'm just soaking up just like all of the the greatness the greatness that is mecca oh thank you like <laughs> Yeah, so I truly stand. Like, not even just trying to say this because you're on the show. Or, like, I truly stand. Oh, thank it's you. Good yeah, it's very good energy. How has motherhood changed the way you date, if at all? Or how is it? I guess, kind of, how has it changed over the years? Like, now that your daughter's 19, right? Was it? What's the difference, kind of? Mm-hmm. Um, the difference. I think. Uh, well, when she was younger, I was always very, very particular about like who was able to meet her Mm -hmm. there's only like a couple like a handful of people i can count on one hand who's actually like met my daughter in person and been around her and things like that because i'm just very like "Mm -mm." um so now and so like even now like even like even like with like for certain friends and family like unless i feel like someone is actually (laughs) worth bringing around my people Mm -hmm. um i usually like keep keep everybody like at bay but um it it does make me mindful, you know. It 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 always has. It always has made me mindful about like who I bring around, who I don't, and and now that I'm in a place where like I'm actually ready to settle down, and because I've I've also had to work through my commitment issues, you know, like definitely Sagittarius, Aquarius moon, commitment issues off the ass. Ooh, child. Like I had saw an article recently. I don't know if you guys saw it, but they were talking about like the 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 sixth love language right and so i don't know if you guys are familiar with the five love Mm -hmm. languages all right so somebody was saying that that there should be a sixth love language and the sixth love language should be distance right and like learning how to be okay with giving your partner space and not needing to like constantly be up under each other or like talking to each other every single day because like for me i don't need that but that's also like why me and the water signs don't get along because they're like where are you i where you know and i'm like yeah i'll be back so i'm you know i've had to learn <laughs> that's <laughs> definitely savoy i'm like once i like you i'm just like so we're we're talking every day i know multiple times cool. a day i know <laughs> because what how else are we supposed to get to know each other <laughs> oh god no but that's true but no so but i feel like i feel like i feel like that that definitely has been a thing where i've had to learn how to compromise you know yeah. or just be like listen if i if you don't hear from me it's not that I'm not up to anything. I'm just taking a moment. I'll be back, you know. So I've had to work through that. I had to learn my attachment, like my like. So the attachment is like uh, avoidant attachment versus anxious attachment, attachment versus secure attachment. So that's like, you know, basically like how we like connect with people. So I realized that I've been avoidant, 
you know, so avoidant people tend to be the people that tend to push people away. And so I had to learn how to figure, Sorry. I've had to sort through that shit. What you learn, Mecca? Please tell us what you learned. Give it all to because, one of us. Because, woo! Well, I have, I've had to learn that it stems from uh, a parenting thing, right? So it stems from not getting your needs met when you were small. I'm so tired of hearing about this damn child that didn't get their needs met. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> but that but see that's the thing. Like we're constantly like reliving and rehashing like the programming that we were raised with, right? Over and over again. So and, until you become aware of what it is that you're actually doing, you know, you just keep showing up and just keep like triggering, you know, each other, like whoever you're you're trying to connect with. So I've learned that that you know, having space in a, in a connection. <laughs> um doesn't you know like you know it doesn't necessarily mean or or having intimacy that's the thing like having intimacy doesn't necessarily mean that i'm giving up my freedom or that i'm giving up my space or that you know that that means that this person is now going to take over my life and you know etc etc i'm losing independence like intimacy means being able to be vulnerable and to be seen and you know having all those things why are you looking at me Amber, did you hear? Are you hearing I'm this? Listening. Okay, I want to make sure you're taking it all in. <laughs> Keep on going, Mecca. Like, let me get you, bitch. Let me get in my. I got a notebook in my 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 my, my, my bag. And, and intimacy at the at the end of the day, it means acknowledging that you have real needs, and that's okay to say, "Hey, I need this." <laughs> Y'all, Savoy is staring me down, and <laughs> she I, has got. I will. What I will say about Amber in the last year, she has gotten better about telling me what she needs. Mm, mm. Um, she's gotten much better at being like, "Hey, I need this," which mm. is weird because Amber's a person that you'd be like, she'll push you away, and then you'll be like, "Well, I've been, I was trying to give you that, but she's like, no, I pushed you." Away. <laughs> but she's been getting better about mm. being like, "Hey, Savoy, I need this," which is weird now for me because I'm like, "Well, bitch, I." I was trying to do that before, but okay. Fine. <laughs> like now I just got to get like, Oh, okay. This is what she, she's telling me. So this is what I've been asking for. So now I have to, right. I right. To right. I feel like you asking for it. And then once I give it to you, you like, well, like, like, yeah, cause, cause bitch, you ain't been giving it to me. So now I just don't know. What to, I don't be knowing what to do with it, I'm but now I know. Grow. Damn. <laughs> <sighs> Triggered. <laughs> but yes, I feel you. I think I'm because I have the Scorpio moon or whatever, and I do have a lot of water in in my chart. Mm -hmm. I'm basically fire and water. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like I'm always fluctuating between those two moods of Mm -hmm. like needing like intense independence Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like, and and then being very clingy, you know, like, so I, I fluctuate between those things. Yeah. They have something uh, for that called, I think it's anxious avoidant. So you kind of go, yeah, between the two, mm-hmm. the two sides. Because anxious attachment is, are the people who are like, I need to know where you are. And, you know, they yeah. would they would be the ones that we would consider to be clingy. Right. Yeah. But they're not. It's not that they are clingy. It's that they it's a whole thing with that. But I, I, I encourage people to read up on it because reading up on that, especially like over the past year, has really helped me not only in my practice and like talking to people about love and relationships, but also helping me to like sort out my own shit. 
is there like a book a name of is it like the five love languages or is it just like no a- it's called um so the one book that i picked up i think it's just called attachment okay right that's one and then there's another one called the attachment theory workbook got you so those are those are the two that I've been wor- working with, and I've also been recommending to folks as well. Cool, yeah. I'm gonna read that. So, <laughs> use three words to t- describe last question. Use three words to describe your last sexual experience. <laughs> My last sexual experience, uh, unexpected, uh, very fun, just enough. Okay. What great words. (laughs) Just enough. (laughs) Once you, so here's the thing people discredit just enough dick. I don't know if yours was just, that was just, that was exactly what you was talking about, but just enough dick. What's it's just beautiful. enough dick? For me, it is, for me in particular, it's like anything. Like about six and a half, seven inches, and it's but it's girthy. That's like mm-hmm. just enough for me, because from a dick sucking standpoint, it's like you're deep throating, but you don't feel like your your throat is like being fucking attacked. <laughs> um, like you're like, ooh, okay, that was like a nice like, because in particular, I like to get my 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 mouth fucked, so it's just like it doesn't feel like like I don't got my tonsils penetrated um, yeah. or pierced. I have a okay. I'm sorry, Mecca, but I have to ask you this because I have trouble with like sucking dick, but then if it's large, but then also feeling the need to throw up. Like, I don't think like my gag reflex is good. Oh, mine's ain't good. Like, mine's like, ain't phenomenal. Like, sometimes I literally throw up a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Is it? Sometimes I like that. Niggas don't care. Okay. Then we just go. We you the motherfucker who said niggas always gonna come. They always gonna come. That's so <laughs> real. But I always just feel like it's gross to me. Well, I mean, yeah, to you, but <laughs> okay, niggas don't care. I'm like, how can I change that? How can I change? Gag do you reflexes? suck? In, do you suck in though? When you or do you breathe in when you deep throat? Um, I'm, I find that that helps me. So I need to practice my breathing. Yeah, like literally practicing when you're, when your you're breathing. Going down, like once you get to the part that you're like, okay, I got two more inches, and this is where it's gonna get the real. See, I do that. That's how you do that when you take it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I. That's how I like. If I know I'm about to take a big dick, like mm-hmm. I'm like, <gasps> you gotta do the same thing with that's sucking why I, dick. Yeah. Got you. That's why I found has helped. Thank you. Shout out to you. <laughs> If I can't do nothing else, I can suck a dick. And I've been told this by the last three men I fucked. Um, all right. Out, shout out to you. <laughs> all right. Now we're going to do bird confessions, okay? Mm-hmm. These are rapid fire questions. You are a bird. So okay. I want you to get into your most, like, I want you to really tap into, like, Black China, you know, yes. Jocelyn Hernandez, yes. okay. Amber Rose, <laughs> yes. you know, like we need to tap it. Like yes. you are on Loving Hip Hop New York. Think okay. that your main goal in life is to become a Fashion Nova spokesperson. Okay. okay, 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 gotcha. All right, what kind of bird are you? Pigeon, dove, eagle, flamingo, ostrich, owl, penguin, or peacock? I know owl. Okay, okay, come on. What would you? What name would you give Lori Harvey's autobiography? 
Queen Bee. <laughs> Shout out to you, Mecca. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what will your stripper name be, and what would be your go-to song? <laughs> uh, ooh, stripper name. Um, Kitty Cat. Kitty Cat. Okay, I like, I like that. Okay. Um, my go-to song. There is a oh I like lately I've been listening to Pole Dancer by Wale. Okay. I okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Kitty Cat and Pole Dancer. What would be the name of your sex tape? Ugh. I got one for you, but I want you. <laughs> I'll tell you which one. Oh, I know. A night in Mecca. Whoa! <laughs> yes! Come on, a night in Mecca. I love it. That is a phenomenal sex tape name. Ooh. That is a phenomenal sex tape name. Okay. You are featured on an episode of Maury. What is the topic for the day? The Is he the baby's father? I slept with my best friend's boyfriend, unruly teenager. I scammed my ex out of thousands of dollars. Is he the baby's father? Okay. <laughs> what city of love and hip hop would you rather be on? Miami, New York, Atlanta, or Hollywood? Um, the Miami one is pretty ratchet. I like that. <laughs> Miami's like my second favorite city, so I understand. Um, your dream trade can only possess one main attribute: a grill, a nice car, a neck tattoo, a regular weed habit. A nice car. Okay, come on, see, <laughs> quality bird. Would you rather someone spit in your mouth or your butt? My mouth. Ooh. <laughs> Yes, Mecca. Come on, night in Mecca. You know, you know, Mecca. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting it either. You were giving me strong spit in my butt energy. No, Mecca. Mecca's a sag. You were giving me strong spit in my butt energy. She'll switch it up on you just when you think you know her. She does something else. Okay. Um do 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 your celebrity capital collection would be with Fashion Nova, Target, H and M or Pretty Little Things. Fashion Nova. Okay. What is the most iconic who is the most iconic thought of all time in your opinion? Iconic thought Grace Jones. Mm. Come on, nobody says her, but mm. yes. Mm. I love me some Grace. Ooh, Grace this. is everything. Yeah. A queen and icon. Mm -hmm. This is the essence. <laughs> 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 Strong J. Shout uh, out to Grace. Shout out to Grace. All right, so we're going to go next into our Zaddy a Week, which is one man who we feel like, you know, Deserves the draws, you know. Um, <laughs> essentially. Um, that's the best way to describe it. Um, it can be your barista. It can be your current man. It can be a celebrity that you're lusting after for. It's whoever you feel like is your zaddy of the week. So who's your zaddy of the week? Um, okay, so speaking of love and hip-hop, I don't really watch the show, but my friend made me watch it recently. So she had me watch the, was it the New York one? And the the Miami one. So who's on, um, there's a rapper, I think his name is pressure or fresher or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I don't watch love and hip hop, but, but oh, all yeah. of all the storyline and ratchetry aside, I just find him fine as hell and he can get it. Pressure. 
Yeah, it's like P H R E S H U R. Oh, fresher. Fresher. I never heard that of him sound, either you until know what this. That sounds like it sounds like a vaginal like <laughs> like cream to help the pH. That's what <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Amber, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what fresher sounds oh my like. God. It's fresher. The What is fresher? I'm looking at fresher right now. Fresher is giving you straight. I I ain't gonna never do nothing right with my life. Listen, okay. He he from Brooklyn. Uh, he a tourist. Kind of fine. Yeah, he attractive. He got good. He got nice teeth. Tourist men. They they be them lips. Tourist men are okay. I didn't say they were okay today. I just said they looking good. <laughs> okay, points were made. I'll give you that. But yes, so Amber, who's your who's your zaddy of the week? <sighs> Candyman, 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 <laughs> Candyman, Candyman. That's who is my zaddy of the week. I've I've said him before, but oh, you know he had cancer. He I don't is. even care. I don't mm-hmm. even care. Be petty. <laughs> Give me all your feelings. That also that just Give made me, me less attractive. All Thank you. All of your feelings. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Because I want to. I need a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I need a reason. Mm-mm, mm-mm. The ghetto. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. I am. That's also a really good name to like say during sex. Because some dudes would be like. Kevin, yeah, Kevin, right? You'd be like, I don't want to say Kevin. I was thinking Patrick. <laughs> That's a lot. Like you can't say, like there ain't no way to make Patrick sex. You can't be like, ooh, Patrick. Like no, Patrick just ain't got that flair. Ooh, but yeah, 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 yeah. That's mm-hmm. a name. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, who's your daddy of the week? Oh, sorry, I got a little excited. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> mine's, you know, I am going to go with, um, I think I might pronounce it wrong, but it's Maluma. The um, He's a um, Spanish singer. And he's been, he's in the new Calvin Klein ad. Maluma. Yes. Oh, I think I know. Hold on, hold on. I'm about to, I'm just, <laughs> let me show y'all so y'all know. <laughs> Lord why. Jesus. I think, I, I think I've no, seen this. It, ooh, baby. Oh, it says Maluma Calvin Klein, Klein. ad. Nigga. <laughs> you never like a. Uh, you know, I don't do. I don't. A non black. Yeah, this is. this is. Oh, no. This he's how you, giving it in this. Yeah. <laughs> Nick. Yeah. I was like. Ha, okay. Ha. Oh, I see it. A beady beady bumbo. <laughs> a beanie 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 bumba a beanie beanie bumba I apologize oh to God. our Latinx listeners <laughs> our Hispanic listeners Maluma let me tell you something <laughs> I ain't never wanted to, I ain't never wanted to touch Calvin Klein so bad in my oh yeah he's getting oh yeah he got he's strong fine. don't he got strong he got strong strong spit on in your spin, butt energy yeah, energy. He, got yes. strong spin your butt energy. he truly does <laughs> And that's all I really care about. Okay, next we're going to go to our Bad Bitch Hall of Fame, which is one woman who we feel like deserves her flowers. It can be any, once again, it can be your mother, it can be your auntie, it can be any family member or just a celebrity or whoever. Mm. Um, so who's your Bad Bitch Hall of Fame entry? 
Uh, lately, it's been Regina King. Uh, I really, I really Quality. admire her. Uh, she's she's a she's a Capricorn, and Capricorns, you know, um, especially Capricorn women, like they have this ability to like re constantly like, reinvent themselves, mm. um, which makes that like tends to make like their career very long and like are iconic. Um, Mary J. Blige is another person that comes to mind, but like <sighs> oh, Regina, I just I just appreciate like her work ethic. Um, I appreciate like how many times like all the quality things that she tends to like uh, be either producing or like acting in um i just and to see her come from like 227 all the way up until now like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just i I stand for that for sure i think capricorn sometimes can be a little bit overly ambitious but when but that's usually when they're not grounded in themselves Mm -hmm. but i feel like she just has like a good sense of like self and like she's surrounded by people that love her and like you can just see it in like her in like her career and like her energy so yeah who's yours first person i thought of y'all i'm so basic but um it's lauren from love is blind uh (laughs) (laughs) she's like the black girl that like is just so popping and i love her so much i love her spirit is that the one who was talking to the bisexual man no that's the one i went to high school with though um i don't like her Amber made that face like she didn't like her either. You know, I I have no words, but uh, <laughs> we saw that later. But no, so I would I also would never give that person Bad Bitch Hall of Fame. To be honest with you, like okay. don't shit on by men. Anyway, um, so uh, Lauren uh is just she's just like phenomenal and just so sweet and she just like has such a great energy and she feels like my sister and i just love her and i want the best for her so shout out to lauren she's gonna be in my bad bitch hall of fame okay mine is um a fellow 227 alumni mm-hmm. um jackie harris come on jackie oh, yes. um she's a leo Shout! You know what? <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> and then, have you ever seen that um, video of the two of them on uh, Watch What Happens Live? Ooh. Oh no, no, no! I haven't. It's so good. I don't think they have it anymore, but it's so good. Um, mm. but Jack A, come on! I just why am I so attracted to Leo women? Y'all are so awful. We are not awful. Y'all are loving, but y'all are awful. We are not awful. <laughs> y'all are awful. Okay, y'all but anyway, crazy. Come on, Jackie, Jack give her Jack, her flowers. Jackie, I just I've literally been wanting to watch two two seven because she posted this clip of her and just her saying Mary, but it was like her saying Mary in every different outfit oh, yeah. on Twitter. And it was like, I did not know, like back then I did not know how fly she was. Mm-hmm. Like Jack, like fly. she was giving you outfits. Okay. Mm-hmm, okay. And was Looks. giving you Mary. Mm-hmm. Like, Looks. like, uh, uh, yeah. I will uh, take your man mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Always. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Jack A. And I mean, she won an Emmy for that role. Just like so many dope things. She's also mm-hmm. so funny on Twitter. Yeah. Just, I mean, I know. just love her. Hilarious. So Jack her. A. Harry I love Jack A. Cool. All right. So, um, as always, we're going to close it out with Good Bussy Vibes, which is um, one quote that has inspired me. <laughs> kind of forgot about that. Um, but I'm going to just tell y'all. Hold on one second. Let me find it. I found something. I can use Lord it. Jesus. Look, look, don't judge me. I've been doing good all episode. 
<laughs> I've been doing really well this episode. Shout out to me. Um, that's my Leo energy. Uh, <laughs> oh, I get it. Now, look, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, do 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 None of us know what the hell we're doing, but we're just we. Oh, oh wow. Okay, none of us know what what the hell we're doing, but we all deserve some credit for trying. Once again, none of us know what the hell we are doing, but we all deserve some credit for trying. And mm. that's what bro, I'm doing currently. I'm just trying. Because this shit's the ghetto. I'm going to start doing archery, too. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am literally done with you in this archery. Mecca, thank you for something. <laughs> I've been doing it all wrong. Like, I've been trying to give, like, I've been trying to date these niggas. Instead, I need to just shoot them. <laughs> You know what? That's a word. That's the bussy pep talk right there. Don't try to date these niggas. Shoot 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 them. them. Yes. Yes, that is the word. Don't try to date these niggas. Shoot Shoot them. them. (laughs) Come on. Oh, my God. All right, Mecca. Where can the girls find you? Any closing words? Anything you would just like to promote before we we leave out sure uh if you want to uh read my horoscopes you can find them on bustle.com but you can find me at my website which is mylifecreated.com and i'm also on twitter at the mechanism and on instagram at one mechanism okay yeah and please please follow her follow her fuck with her because we we I give personal one-on-one readings. I'm about to schedule one with you after this. (laughs) (laughs) You don't got two new clients. (laughs) Scheduling. (laughs) Scheduled. (laughs) I got nothing else to do with my Exactly. I was like, okay. (laughs) So here we go. I might get rid of my therapist. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, don't do that. No, I ain't gonna. <laughs> Megan's like, uh, nah, I don't nah. know if I can help you with nah, that. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually think uh, therapy and astrology can can go very well hand in hand when you mm. use it. Yeah, you know who does that well, but it's not astrology; it's tarot, and it's Jessica mm, Dory. Dory, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh. Jessica be reading. The fuck Jessica out of my be life. reading. <laughs> she oh. be like. <laughs> Here's a novel, bitch. <laughs> All right. As always, Bussy Hive, um, thank you for coming and listening. Um, you can follow us on Thought on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, thank you for listening. We're coming awfully close to the end of the season. Um, we are. Yeah. We're getting pretty close. I mean, Me- seven more episodes, yeah, right? Yeah. Mecca, thank you for coming. Thank you. You were amazing. Thank, thank you for having Thank, thank you for you sharing so your energy. Yes. You. Such great energy. Needed. I knew thank it was going to be good. That was so yeah. sweet. I love yeah. y'all. Leo oh, Rising. Hey, we are Leo Rising. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I know. That is so true, though. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As always, Bussy Hive, love you. Keep your bussies clean. Keep them fresh. Um, <laughs> keep them tight. You know, or now, lose, or lose, whatever helps you get the dick go going in. Honestly, and when I say tight, I'm not trying to shame anybody who you know. I'm a thigh ally. I support. I've been getting my my bussy, you know, um, played with more, so it's loosening up. 
Um, <laughs> shout out to Loose Buzz. Shout out to Loose Buzz. <laughs> you know, just make sure that don't fall, nothing falls out. Um, if something fall out, who cares? <laughs> no, Amber, that's medically not safe. Sis. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yes. Okay, if something falls out, let's yeah, let's go to the the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bye y'all. Bye. <laughs>